Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and in this episode, we're talking taxes. It is that time of year. We're less than a month away from the April 15th filing. And specifically, we're talking today about those who have connections with international banks or international financing, from renting out a timeshare in another country to Swiss bank accounts to living in another country. We're talking taxes with Adam Cohen, tax manager with Jack Lauderman CPA PC. It's Friday and it is the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. Hello, I'm Steve Casillo. I'm your host and we'll be here for about uh, 10 minutes or so talking about your taxes because it is uh, March. It is the day after St. Patrick's Day and uh, we're only, well, we're less than a month away from the April 15th filing deadline. And with us here is Adam Cohen, tax manager with Jack, uh, Jack Lauderman, CPA, PC. And uh, Adam, what's the good word today? Oh, the good word is that the green beer is gone and I don't have to worry about drinking any more of it. Gave me terrible heartburn. The green beer is gone for another year. For another year. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, all right. So today we are talking about international tax considerations. Yes. Jump where, right. where do we start? Where do let's, we start? Well, I, I think the main thing to, to note is that this is a little niche. It doesn't, doesn't affect most people, but it affects more people than people realize. Uh, the main thing is, do I have a foreign bank account? I may have a reporting requirement. So what does that mean? And if you have aggregate value in your foreign bank accounts, that's more than $10,000 in US, USD, that is. So here we are back to the USD issue. Uh, and if that is at any point during the year, it's not as of the end of the year, it's at any point during the year, if you go over that, that value, you've got to file a couple of different types of tax returns or excuse me, to, uh, different forms. So you've got your foreign bank account report, which is uh, short is an F bar. And that does not get filed with the IRS. It's a separate filing. It goes to the financial crimes enforcement network which is FinCEN for short, and that is uh, another department within or another agency within Treasury. So and that department is making sure that you're on the up and up. That's exactly right. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a design for, you know, money laundering, trafficking, all those kind of things. The intent is to capture that kind of stuff. Of course, everybody, it's a wide net, catching a lot of people into it. And now we've got additional filing requirements. So... You could also be uh, required to file additional forms with your personal tax return that goes to the IRS, depending upon uh, what your filing status is, what kind, where you live, if you're in the U.S. or out of the U.S. You've got uh, potentially, if you own a business outside of the United States, if you have bank accounts, if you have rental income out of the United States, you may have to file additional tax forms, and there are a ton of them. Uh, this is a whole world in and of itself that requires a specialist who works in this area because it is frankly quite complicated. It can be quite complicated. So even if it's something as, as as simple, and if if this is simple, uh, say I own a I own a timeshare in Mexico, but I want to rent that my my time out to yeah. to someone. Renting it out is considered a business. And now I have a stack of forms that I have to fill out. Maybe. Maybe. It depends upon, it depends upon the number of days uh, that that property is rented out. 
It depends upon your filing status and it depends upon the tax treaties that we have with the particular country where that property is held. So you can see how this devolves into complexity. And then you also hear about uh, you know, big time investors having offshore financial assets. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What must be filed? What do you, what do you file with the government if you've got those? Well, it, so it, again, it depends. But the big one that everybody heard about was in the early two thousands. Or oh, the, these undisclosed uh, Swiss bank accounts. Everybody's got these Swiss <laughs> bank accounts. Right. And of course, there's a lot of international. Uh, coordination and a lot more reporting going on now. And so basically treasury knows about it. And and for the by and large, if you've got a foreign account, they either know about it or they're going to know about it. And so it's better to just start reporting it. Um, and we can talk about how to do that in a minute. But the, the type of account that you might have is just a regular deposit account. You've got uh, some foreign or you've got some either earned income foreign or you've got income that you made here and you moved it overseas to what end is entirely up to that person. Maybe they've got better interest rates, who knows? Uh, But you may have that FBAR requirement. uh, And then depending upon what other kind of uh, report, other kind of accounts you have or the value of those accounts, you might have what's called a statement of foreign financial assets, uh, specified foreign financial assets that has to be filed with your personal tax return. Or if it's your business that owns this, your business could have the same kind of filing requirements, not just you personally. So there's a lot of tendrils that come off of this thing. It sure. makes it more more complicated. All right. So um, go ahead. Uh, uh, you were I'm not sure if you covered this. If you 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 mentioned how. Yeah. So there was a there was a program for the longest time, uh, early two thousands into the. I think it ended in 2018. It was called the Offshore Voluntary Disclosure uh, Initiative or Voluntary Disclosure Program. That old program has ended. It was not favorable to taxpayer. People didn't like to do it. Um, was that because this it was is, voluntary? Well, it was voluntary, but the, the penalties were really steep. Okay. Uh, the penalties for not doing it were even greater. And so that encouraged the potential risk, encouraged people to, to take advantage of it. But usually uh, you're getting a tax attorney involved. The tax attorney is taking the wheel by the, you know, from you and, and guiding the ship on what ought to happen. Uh, but there's an easier, I would call it easier, uh, voluntary disclosure program now through the IRS. And you used to have to get to the Department of Justice Tax Division involved. That That is uh, largely not the case now. And you just basically go through the IRS. But you still have to bring everything up current, there's a penalty involved, and uh, you're still going to pay some money out. It's worth doing, though, because the, the the potential for either criminal prosecution, which I can't talk about because I'm not an attorney, but uh, or the penalties that you could pay uh, personally for getting found out after the fact are way worse than just doing it, getting it out of the way, and then becoming compliant. All right, here's the big question. Yeah. Hypothetically, I have an offshore account. I have a an international account. I have money outside of the country. I've had it for years and years and years, but I've never reported to the IRS. Is that fixable? Yeah. It's fixable. It is fixable. And whether you actually have anything that has to be reported is a, is a question to be looked at in, in detail. Because if you can avoid having to do it, 
might as well avoid doing it. But, you know, if, again, if you hit any of these thresholds, then yeah, you've got a reporting requirement, but it is fixable for sure. Okay. And kind of along the same vein here, I have friends that have recently moved to another country. I have friends that want to move to another country. Uh, are there tax implications now? They're taking their uh, I, I, they're taking their their retirement, keeping it in an American bank, mm-hmm. and drawing off of that off of whether it's ATMs or or uh, debit cards, what have you. Right. Um, the fact that they're living in another country, are there tax implications um, to go along with that? Yeah, well, and it would depend upon are they working and what kind of income are they earning there as well. But if they are still U.S. citizens, the IRS taxes U.S. citizens on worldwide income. So it doesn't matter where you're living. It does, uh, the reporting can change based upon where you're living, but the amount of tax you're going to pay also can change. And the the question would be are you earning money there locally because that would that would influence it as well if you're just drawing on your retirement assets and you're living in costa rica and you're sitting on a beach yeah your your tax is basically the un, unchanged from what they would have been unless you've done something to either give up your us citizenship or some other sort of uh, means of mitigating some of those taxes if anyone had any questions about whether it's international finance or, as I mentioned, we're less than a month away from filing taxes uh, for the April 15th filing deadline. Uh, How can they get a hold of Adam Cohen? Just give me a call, 817-231-0666-231-0666. And I know this this topic's very esoteric, but uh, we can can talk about some other fun things. You can also find us online, dfwtaxteam.com. Next week. Next week, we, and for our listeners who are, are new to this, we do this every week. We've done this now nine weeks in a row. Uh, next week, I am actually looking forward to next week because we're talking about retirement. Yeah, it's going to be fun. a lot of my friends have recently retired, and I'm at an age where, you know what, I'm starting to think about retirement. So next week, I'm going to have a ton of questions for you, and I'm looking forward to it. Line them up. I'll knock them out. Enjoy your weekend. I know you live close to downtown. Go see the Pickle Parade, and um, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.